You're listening to One Family, What's God Doing? Where we explore what God's doing in YWAM locations throughout Virginia. We can't wait for you to find out what God's doing today. Welcome back to One Family, What's God Doing? And we actually have a really special conversation today. And so Chris, everyone knows you, but I'm going to pass it on to you. What's so special about this conversation and showing what God's doing globally? Well, you know that we're in this process of launching City Lights. And my friend here today has been one of our team members for uh, several years. I'm not going to say how long because of a lot of different reasons, but they're really the first City Lights family to go. And it's really exciting for me to share that they are serving as a family in a closed area in China. And they have a heart of all the things that we've been sharing about City Lights, of doing this as a family, needing to be resourced with things like the DBS, for example, uh, and desiring to really reach uh, unreached people in their place that God has called them. For them, their home is an actual location of ministry. And um, it's a real honor to have um, my friend here today. <laughs> we'll call him Joe, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good. Hey, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Joe is uh, really a man of God who is following fast after uh, the Lord's call and what God is doing in Asia, in China is just incredible. So I'm going to let him share the stories of what God's doing. Amen. It's really a great pleasure to be here, participating in this podcast, and then have the opportunity to to let people know about what God is doing in that country. Actually, God is doing so many amazing things, like uncountable things. Everywhere, every day you can see God's hand moving. But especially for me, God is connecting me with uh, people that really love Him and they they want to serve Him better in this big area where I am now. The need there is so great and the training there is so little. So one thing they are uh, like hungry to receive is teaching, is to learn how to understand better the Bible, for example. Um, and sometimes they spend hours, hours. Sometimes we have to say, okay, I think it's time to go home. Like, <laughs> because they are there forever to hear more, to understand more, and to go more. Leaders, families, uh, singles, couples, everybody wants to come. When they discover we are there, they come to our house all the time to have a, a talk, to Pray for me, pray for my family, pray for my ministry. So this kind of thing, and I'm really glad we can we can be there to be this light, right? To receive them, to give them what God is giving to us and then share and spread. Because one thing about our Chinese friend is everything they receive, they they do it and they pass to others. Like instant obedience. <laughs> they boom, they get it from the Lord and then they're applying it. You know, one thing that's valuable about City Lights is we believe that God wants to work through families. And right. Joe, you're not serving just as an individual. God has invited you to serve as part of your family. And so how have you seen God use family as a big part of the way that you're serving? Yeah, actually, our home is uh, 
is our place of means, right? Not just me, but me, my wife, my kids. We receive kids from like the, 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 the children of our community. They go to our home to have a relationship with our kids, like to talk to them. They want to learn English. For example, English is a very special tool mm-hmm. there because the, the parents, they want to, oh, we have this foreign foreigner family here in our building. So let's take our kids there. So sometimes our house is full of Chinese kids running around and playing with our kids and talking in English with them. And our kids, they have opportunity to share the gospel with them, to share the word of God, uh, to call them, to tell the stories about the Bible. And I remember one testimony, one friend came to our house. We had we we were having a lot of meetings about Bible studying and training. And one day we ceased, we finished. And then we stopped to have this meeting for maybe two, three months. In our home, we are going to another place. And then one lady came to us and said, oh, I want to go to your home. I feel your home that is, that is a special atmosphere in your, in, your, in your home because I see you and your kids and your husband and your family like serving together. Uh, not just like him or you, or but together doing this. And when I, when I come to your home, I feel the presence of the Lord here. I feel so peaceful here. So that was a very big testimony for my wife because she is like, She's a little bit concerned about the house full of people, you know, and because of the safety. Because anytime, you know, they can come and see what these Chinese are doing here in your home, in a foreigner home. But then my wife uh, realized actually God chose our home to be this place of encounter of like the, 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 the family, uh, Christian family mindset, Christian family relationship. And they don't know what is this, right? They don't know what is a real Less, the Christian lifestyle of family. So when they go there and they see how we handle things, how we serve each other, this changed their lives. We had a couples meeting in our home with 10 couples because of this. They said, oh, we want to go to your home and learn how to be better husband, better wife, and how to raise our kids with the fear of the Lord. So it's amazing. It's really good. Mm. Yeah. You know, Chris talked about how where God has invited you is a closed country. And when some people hear that, it can fill them with fear for many legitimate reasons. And so you and your family accepted a call that could be frightening or induce fear. What gave you the strength? How did you know that this was God's invitation and were willing to step into it? Yeah, for me specifically, God gave me very clear directions, right? When I, when I went to do my DTS, I, my plan was to go to Africa and work with these Portuguese-speaking language countries. But <clears throat> when I went to my DTS and I did like the intercession time and seeking for God's will for my life, and God said, no, you not go to Africa. You go to Asia. Said, wow, Asia. I was so afraid when he said Asia. I said, wow, I'm going to die in the first year there. Because, because, you know, I'm not this very quiet person. I am very outlier and very outgoing. So I go out, I talk to people all the time. I bring people to my home all the time. So I am not this kind of secret guy. Uh, so, but God, you know, when God chooses you to do something, he gives you the grace to do that. Mm-hmm. And what I felt was when God called me to China specifically, I remember one step from this base said to me, 
what the Chinese people need, it's a Brazilian there. They need someone that is warm and hug and smile. And, and they, is good at soccer. And, begin, and good at soccer. <laughs> and in, in the beginning, I said, oh, okay. But when I went there, it's really, it's really, because the Chinese people, they are a little bit conservative, a little bit far. They are like, they don't come close very easily. They are not very easy to like to have this friendship. But I am the one taking all the time the steps to go close, go close, go close. When they feel that you really care about them, so they get, can, they come close to you. So for me, uh, uh, the safety part, it's, I know it's important to be safe and then and to take care and, and uh, walk with this, uh, be wise in many ways. But in the same way, I, I can feel the Lord, you know, saying, just go, just live there, just love them, show your love, show my love, you know, because they are not against love. I, I, and, the, and the love, the, the true love, they cast out the fear, right? So every time that I love and I feel loved by the Chinese people, and we have now many friends and many families welcome with us. So all the fear goes away. And, and I feel safe in God's hand because I know we are doing God's will in that place. Yeah. You know, the other thing that's tricky about a conversation about ministry in a closed country is I usually at this point ask how people can come alongside what you're doing, but we're not using your real name. We're not giving details. <laughs> and so maybe the better question is how can people be coming alongside you in prayer? Yeah. I, you now now that you are watching this, you have you have a face. This is my face. Maybe you, I don't know about my face in this video, but you <laughs> but you have friends. You have YOMVA. You have Chris. You have Paul. You can ask them about us, uh, or you can say, "God bless this family there in China," and God knows us. God knows us, and you can put our name down and and family this family of five people me my family three kids uh so we have this army of intercessors walking with us and we feel many times god is protecting us because people are praying for us in many 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 ways and i i receive sometimes i receive message from people from brazil from us saying i was praying for you and God gave me this word, and they, they give me the word, and the same thing happens sometimes the same day. Many, many, many times. Oh, I, I had I had this vision of someone following your your children to school. And then next day or two days later, uh, uh, my daughter come to me and say, Dad, there was a man following us to, to the school. And this, wow, let's take care about this. Let's take some measure measurement, you know? So uh so you see how powerful it is if you just pray and God knows what to do with us there. Yeah. But also share that one of the things that we've discussed for, for years and we've already really been doing is what is called Go China. Right. And the idea is we really truly want to mobilize people to mm. be part of this growing community, this City Lights community. So um, actually, Paul, they can go. If you want to go, sure. you can go sure. and we'll find a way. So you connect with us, you know, and, and another practical thing that, that really needs to be done in the next step, we were discussing this uh, this week, is that we have now recorded the entire 
DBS project, which is 120 hours of Bible school. And we're going to get that to people, (laughs) but it has to be done um, on solid state. It can't be done through the internet. So if you want to contribute to that project, then um, that would be fantastic. Um, We want to be able to send the discs and not just one, but we want to multiply it through the nation. And so we want to basically take this large volume of content and put it on uh, discs. You know, it's like two hundred dollars a disc, and uh, get the and then we can send out this this information, this teaching, this seminary level teaching on the hi- historical and cultural context of the Word of God. We can give it out uh, to the Chinese people in English, but also. Then also, I say, mm-hmm. we, we're going to consider the next step, which is to have an indi- someone who speaks Mandarin as a mother tongue to be able to interpret the entire DBS project. Ooh. And then we can give the videos <laughs> in Mandarin Great. Uh, s- straightforward. So that's, that's another project. So what I'm saying is if you want to be part of Go China then just contact us and we'll get you involved. It's true. Well, and I hope people are hearing the reality of how the spirit can work because I mean, what you've described is you weren't even choosing to go to China, but the spirit moved and invited to a place where you're like, like you said, well, I'm going to die in the first year, but you haven't. You're here smiling (laughs) with us, right? You're here laughing. And that's the spirit as well. The joy that the spirit has brought through Many challenges, many hardships, like the fact that you're able to be joyful is a testament to the work of the spirit. So if people are feeling fear about this idea of closed countries, what they need to understand is that we haven't been given a spirit of fear and that the power of God can move in powerful ways. And so people can pray whether they know you or not. People can Mm -hmm. give if they want to send the word (laughs) with you and people can go, as Chris mentioned. Well, as we close out. You know, is there a verse that God has been putting on your heart? Yes, actually, this verse has like walked with me all the way because I am not that courageous, right? I am not that brave. I, I know no, many, he is. I, I know many people, they think I'm, oh, you are so brave. You are so courageous. I am not. I actually am very, <laughs> <laughs> but God gave me a word when he called me to, to China. He gave me Joshua 1, 9 that says, mm-hmm. uh, here we go. I'm like Chris. I have to take off my glass to read. So, <laughs> have, I not, <laughs> have I not commanded you? Be, yeah, exactly. Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So, you know, the part of be strong and to be courageous, I said, oh, okay, how can I be? And then the answer is because God is with you, with you right? Mm-hmm. And all this time there, what I feel, really feel in a, in a way I can't feel in other places is the presence of God with us all the time. Guiding, protecting, giving instructions, directions, sometimes very clear. Uh, for example, one day he I was praying and he said, I want you to give 1,000 Bibles. Hmm. I want you to give 1,000 Bibles. How can I get 1,000 Bibles? I don't know. And and then I said, okay, how can I do that? And he gave me all the instructions. Talk to, hmm. talk to this person and this person and this person. And in the end, we were in a group uh, around a 
pile of Bibles, praying and asking God for who should be should give this Bible. Because even this, we have to pray. Lord, God guide us. Which which person we want us to give the Bible? And God gave you the names or the person. Give to this person. Give to that person. Because if you give to the wrong person, things done. Right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. one thousand chances to be caught. And God guided all the process and all the Bibles are gone already. Oh, yeah. wow. So the thousand chances to not be caught. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So be strong in courage, but not because you are strong in courage itself, but because God is with mm -hmm. you. So he is your strength yeah. and he is your boldness. Yeah. That's such a valuable word and a valuable verse, because the truth is what Joshua witnessed was actual threatening armies. There were exactly. actual armies in the promised land. There were reasons to be fearful as the other 10 spies <laughs> kind of demonstrated. But what he knew is what you just said is it's not about us, it's about God. And if we're willing yeah. to trust God, we can be strong and courageous even if fear is banging on the door. And so, right. you know, I just wanna thank you and your family for the ways that you have chosen to step into that boldness, that you have chosen to trust God's strength and your willingness to listen for God to send you into these thousand chances to get caught in many other <laughs> moments, because ultimately you're not there for yourselves, you're there because God said to go and you said, here we are. And so I wanna thank you for that. I wanna thank you for sharing and giving us an opportunity to glimpse what God is doing across the world. And I wanna thank all of you for listening and not just for listening, but for walking with us as we together as one family explore what it means to know God and to make him known. If you'd like to learn more about what God's doing in Virginia, visit us at ywamva.org and join us next week for more stories of God at work.